1: Welcome to the Cheap Seats. This is the show where we get you front row seats for the best LGBTIQ spoken word events from Melbourne, and from around the world. I'm Dean, and it's lovely to have your company this evening. Tonight, we are featuring the poetry of two LGBT poets, Sam Sachs and Joy Young. The poetry is brought to us by Button Poetry. Button Poetry is a Minnesota-based organisation that seeks to showcase the power and the diversity of voices in our community. And by encouraging and broadcasting the best and brightest performance poets, Button Poetry hopes to broaden poetry's audience and to develop a greater level of cultural appreciation for the art form. We're going to be hearing from Sam Sachs. So, Sam is a 2015 National Endowment for the Arts Creative Writing Fellow and also Poetry Poultry Fellow at the Michener Centre for Writers, where he serves as the editor in chief of the Bay City Review. He's a two time Bay Area Grand Slam champion and two time Oakland Grand Slam champion as well. You can find out more about Sam at his website, samsacksoneword.com. Have a listen to Sam Sacks, his first piece, Learning to Twerk Alone in My Room. This is Sam Sacks on the cheap seats on Joy 94.9.
2: Cool, this is a poem after Dinesh Smith. <laughs> it's, called, it's called Learning to Twerk Alone in My Room. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's too many dance floors in the world. Too much wood and basement and bound in velvet. People dressed as Christmas ornaments stretched around corners waiting to spend $10 to be escorted below ourselves. To heat, to strobe, to liquor, liquor, to sweat, to sex. Too many bouncers bound in their small black outfits. Too many bad songs to make the ass bounce so it lays flat as a deflated balloon animal. Better just to stay home I think to learn the moves of the world without letting the world see the world sees you as a shallow grave so stay in better not offer the soft meat to those boys pearl polished teeth this is why I am home alone bent before my computer screen trying to train the awkward wing of my ass to fly and not just lay still as a shotgun duck (laughs) The woman in the tutorial seems to have left out an important step. How do you leave your body long enough to let it be inhabited by someone who is good at dancing? I'm still trying to figure out how to bend A thousand miles from where my toes live Shifting from one foot to another In a rhinoceros funeral dirge My ass, the casket My head, rapidly filling with blood But then, y'all A miracle happens (laughs) Something splits Perhaps it is the divide between my body and its inhibition But no Of course not. It is my favorite pair of pants. rip down the middle, it is embarrassment with two new corduroy faces, it is trying to tell me something about whiteness and appropriation to make invisible the body outside beauty, to seek release from something I do not own only to ruin it and to do so only from the safety of my own ruins it is a truancy of the blood, to make a safe house in my skull from every man whose hands ever danced and seized inside me curse the body I left it for a reason better to stay home to drink cold water to never sweat again
1: <laughs> that's Sam Sachs with his piece Learning to Twerk Alone in My Room you're listening to The Cheap Seats on Joy 94.9 next up Sam again this piece is called Heavy Petty
2: when I say hey <laughs> How's it going? Hey. Wait. Excuse me. There's a second. There's a second part of the call and response. Hey, I say, Hey, how's it going? You say, oh, swell. Really interested in hearing the rest of your poem, Sam. No, it's gonna be great. Alright, Are you prepared? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey. Yeah. hey. How's it going? Oh, hear <laughs> really The rest of your poem, Sam. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> You're all perfect Cool, this poem is called, is called Heavy Petting That's yeah, sexual <laughs> and there's, like, there's also some, some responding and calling in it Frottage From the old French frater, <laughs> To rub is the ugliest word in our English language Hands down The way it feels in the mouth when you speak it Try it with me now Right. Right. Uh, right. Uh, right. One, two, three. Right. <laughs> it's, so, it's so gross. <laughs> or the curdling that happens in the ears when it spoke again. Right. The act itself is fine. Two or more bodies rubbing their clothed or nude frames against each other like bloodied coats, fur, curves, fat, cursive, all sounds lovely, but frottage, cottage cheese, <laughs> curdled milk, mottled bird, molted clot, the verb is to frot. him and I frotted. <laughs> We frotted so hard, the couch lost a layer of skin. His mom came in and caught us frottaging. <laughs> I suppose in the throes one can say almost anything and the sweat will make it hot. But why words that don't sound how they mean? Why words that make the body obscene? Why not let, new each, let, why not let the throat name each new act that happens to it? The vocal cords, a constant chorus of naming and invention. The phrase dry humping makes me want to gag when I speak it. I think it's the vowel sounds, the, the umps, <laughs> the umping, the two-ump. <laughs> Gag, though, is a great word. It sounds exactly how it happens, an action choked out of the body or down into it, vibrating on desire's thin repulsive wire. I first learned the word fraudage getting tested for STIs after the last man did what he wanted with my silence I didn't have the words then or the right ones they told me nothing could be transmitted from what happened that his transness meant no violence could be left inside so what am I supposed to do with all this sick how to carry or name it the other meaning of fraudage is a technique of obtaining an impression by placing a piece of paper on an object, rubbing it with charcoal until you steal its shape. This is most common with gravestones and funerary monuments. That sounds about right. That sounds exactly how it happened.
1: And that was Sam Sachs speaking about uh, the piece was called Heavy Petting, but he spoke about frotter, frottage and uh, like cottage cheese from the verb to frot. <laughs> just I had a bit of a giggle about that one. Um, next from Sam is another piece called Learning to Breathe Water. Uh, just a trigger warning here, he does mention very briefly issues to do with self harm and um, assault. Um, so if that's not for you, maybe join us in a little while. But this is Sam Sachs with Learning to Breathe Water.
2: It's funny, in life, there are some things you need to be told before you know them. And after, it's as though you've known said thing your whole life. You might look back on the time before knowing this thing and remark, Who was I then that did not know X? For instance, basic shit, the classic, don't put your hand on that hot-as-fuck stove unless you want to leave a layer of your hand behind. Or you can't breathe underwater no matter how hard you try without not breathing anymore. Or don't eat butter knives, Sam, just because the word butter happens to be in the name. Yeah. The electrical socket, also probably a bad place for the butter knife. So is your wrist. So is your upper thigh. Basic shit. You can't cram an entire gram of cocaine into your lungs without also becoming high on cocaine. Don't look strange men in the face unless you want them to look back. You can't carry your body around like it's covered in sequins or worth shit without making everyone uncomfortable, Sam. Don't blame the world for how it wants to get its hands around your throat. You're the one who showed up with a throat to begin with. You can't wear that dress, faggot, even if you own one and it's fly. Even if you are one, unless you want to end up dead All this I learned and been unable to forget Learning is just the brain's neural pathways Being beaten into a new shape by life Once you touch a glowing hot stove Some synapse collapses and your head And you know never to touch a glowing thing again When the first boy I loved died Something broke And nothing trained me how to fill that absence. It's funny, some things you don't need to be told before you know them. He died and the weeping was immediate, an infection tended by white blood. I wept and everything after was different. I wonder who I was then that did not know grief. How best to make it plain The drugs he'd taken in him The same drugs I took in me His body, my body He died And my heart started breathing water he died, and all the knives began to rise up from my skin. Who was I then that did not know love? Language, language is a bizarre inheritance. How, when I say faggot in front of an audience, something inside me starts burning. A stovetop littered with skin, something passed down and calloused. How, when I say love, I wonder if it's nothing more than the chemicals flooding my heart. And brain, how when I say love, I pray it means something more than that.
0: Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.
1: This evening, we're featuring the poetry of two poets. Uh, first up, Sam Sachs, an Oakland uh, poet. And later in the hour, we'll be featuring Joy Young. So back to Sam Sachs. This next piece is Sam Sachs and It's Alive. You're on Joy 94.9.
2: It's Alive. Try and watch a horror film from the point of view of the monster. Imagine every man shrieks at the sight of you children throw stones and laugh at your blood. A mob forms on your doorstep with pitchforks and forceps for fun or from fear. This is your wretched life. You didn't know you had a name until they named you. Didn't know your teeth were fangs until they pried them from your pliant skull. Didn't know your hunger was so unclean. So you learned to grow in the dark as darkness grew in you. Your mirror, a massacre of light. Your appearance, a film reel perverted in flames. It's not till you love a boy and make him like you. That you're able to curse the civilization that assembled your fiction. To gaze upon your own grotesque elegance and laugh. To love the rough-hewn battle Of your own haggard breath You, child of the axe blade Buried in your breast You, story men tell To explain away darkness And give it depth You, apotheosis Of the oldest protest hymn What is the ocean Besides a puddle Without you in it What is the grim forest Besides a factory of trees Praying to be sheared? into paper what is your mouth but a home but a haunted motel but a siren of terrible righteous noise now the men who once tormented you tremble at your sound dark horse mounting its unkind rider and when you're finally ready to spread wide your wild red wings it ends Some idiot girl pierces your faggot carapace with her car or sword or word in a dead language for fun or from fear. And audiences in darkened theaters release a collective sigh of relief as you perish, as credits roll back like eyes. And you're reminded this is a movie. You die on screen every night. Try and get to that last scene without laughing, or weeping, or eating the dark alive.
1: And up Sam Sacks with It's Alive. Our next piece from Sam is Essay on Crying. In this piece, uh, Sam covers Lost Love. So this is Sam Sacks with Essay on Crying.
2: This is for a cheating motherfucker. (laughs) I'm bent over the sidewalk weeping outside the theatre. You stand above me, horse, built from a father's beer cans, and it's my fault. Always is. You said, do what you will when your will was done. So what? I was born drunk and mean with my teeth knocked out. So what? I've been born crying and I've been going strong ever since. That other man has a name. I hate that. He has a mouth and a fixed gear bike and HIV. And you sat on his bed waiting for him to say anything that you're pretty or you're nice, or have nice sneakers. And when he did, you leapt in his body and lived there a while, maybe brushed your teeth, ate a spoiled piece of fruit, then came back to me with your house keys out, the ones I had cut for you, said you couldn't stop thinking of me. How he tasted too sweet, cut flowers in chemical powder, candy souring in heat. How glad you are to live here where everything feels safe basic real estate my chest, a thin sheet of latex, my bed a coffin for you to store your futures in how bad does the news have to be before you get to shoot the messenger? how do you bury the hatchet when it always ends up in my back when you tell me he empties you like an animal hide I'm fine until I'm inconsolable, in public. And everyone's crying. I don't know why I'm crying either. Maybe it's because we're going to see a play where everyone dies. Maybe I can't bear to look at you covered in mouths. Maybe it's the sidewalk pulling salt out of my head. Maybe I can't see you now without also seeing you dead. (laughs)
1: And that was Sam Sachs with Essay on Crying in Public.
0: You can find more Joycasts and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au.
2: Uplifting, informing, empowering. Joy 94.9.
1: You are indeed listening to Joy 94.9, and this is The Cheap Seats. This is the show where we get you access to spoken word events from around Australia and from around the world. This evening, we are featuring the spoken word performances of two poets. Uh, We've just been listening to Sam Sachs, a a poet from Oakland. We will now be listening uh, to Joy Young. Uh, Joy is based in Phoenix, where she's a spoken word performance and teaching artist. Joy describes herself as a queer circus poet, an activist, and a lover of safe spaces. You can find out more about Joy Young on her blog, joyyoungpoetry, or one word.tumblr.com. But first up, let's have a listen to Joy Young with her piece um, around gender perceptions called Unbuttoning My Boy Shirt. This is Cheap Seats on Joy
0: 94.9. She said, in this space, I'll give priority to women's voices and my voice falls flat to the back of my throat. I'm at this women's only poetry competition. I've traveled all the way across the country to be here and I'm wondering what it means for me to be here when my friends jokingly call me lady boy with so much love, when my life has felt like I'm doing the hokey pokey while everyone else just dances to the tune of what it means to be a man or a woman. She said, in this space, I'll give priority to women's voices. And I can't even really speak as a lesbian. Lesbian presupposes I'm always a woman. A lover unwrapped the boy from my body. Fingers slipping between pants, pressed hard into hips, unbuttoning my boy shirt, I slipped out of my wardrobe. Clothes removed hastily until she pauses to tell me, you're like a transformer. She had this slight Nervous smile when she said it. I stood there, mostly undone. It was the best compliment anyone had ever given me. And I told her that. But I wondered if others would have called me a Decepticon... No one ever says that this is the space in which I'll give priority to Decepticon voices. It is easy for eyes to read me in binary dress code one, zeros in on my body and hair and clothes, how they clash expectation. That is how lesbian is written all over me in this back and forth of perception of woman and not woman, of man and not man, but I fail terribly as a lesbian. I haven't even seen the L word. The only Tegan and Sarah CD I own was a gift from a straight dude. Gay marriage isn't anywhere near the top of my queer-as-fuck agenda. And when writing this poem, I had to look up if Sarah spells her name with an H at the end or not. I know! It's gay blasphemy! But rainbows, even the most beautiful, gayest rainbows are just another way the world warps reality into something fractured. It's beautiful, but the brightness is diminished. We forget sometimes we can be beautiful without cutting ourselves into these pieces. I juggle these pieces of myself all day trying to make something that looks seamless. Isn't it tiring sometimes? Don't you know that you too are a master of illusion, that your words create these columns we must belong to, that your tongue, throws up man and woman, so I might forget I'm even here. Because if you look, if you really see me, everything falls apart and there's an agreed-upon amnesia around this. We're all drunk on the same cold Kool-Aid and I'm sick of the way the world just keeps spiraling as we shift, insist we're static, when we're all just stumbling. That was Joy Young.
1: <laughs> and that was Joy Young on The Cheap Seats. Joy's performing Unbuttoning My Boy Shirt. A little less straight than other radio stations.
2: Joy 94.9.
1: This is The Cheap Seats on Joy 94.9 and we're listening this evening uh, to the poetry of Joy Young, a performance artist from... Uh, phoenix arizona um our next piece from joy is called the queer hokey pokey let's have a listen you're on the cheap seats on joy 94.9
0: my femme friend finally got herself a queer haircut You know the one where you have a half-girl haircut with one section shaved, taking one foot out of heteronormativity like you're doing the queer hokey pokey. (laughs) Trying to turn everyone else around. It made her happy and we knew it. We applauded her. She beamed about it. Her hair, her own queer bat signal in the sky, announcing her lesbian arrival. Though she's been here as long as I remember. She finally felt super, stripped of her invisibility, her remaining hair wrapped around her neck like a lasso of truth. She chokes out another gasp of, I'm gay, when men come on to her and they'll believe her now. She remembers two nights ago in a bar, ghost walking straight through the gay bar, being blacklight sensitive, only contextually visible illuminated when I or any of our other obviously queer friends stood close enough, and us leaving disconnected empowerment lines, linking the charge of her own voiced experience to what being queer is like. She sent me a picture of scissors sitting close to her scalp, ready to cut red wire locks as time ticks down seconds three, before she feels she has exploded two, into non-existence again One. She snaps another photo to send. And we can all see her now.
1: That is Joy Young with the queer hokey pokey. (laughs) Next up from Joy is a lovely um, uh, love poem, I guess. Um, This is Joy Young with the dress poem. This is The Cheap Seats on Joy 94.9.
3: My new dress makes me feel pretty. You tell me. You say, I like the way it falls on my body. And instantly your words transport me to thoughts of letting my kisses fall over your body, to fingertips exploring the edges of your new dress, to sliding my hands up under it, caressing your thighs. And I, I'm more than a little taken aback by how quickly my mind makes room for this because I've never been so attracted to a woman who fits so well in femininity. I'd always felt myself better suited to women wearing masculinity, outfitted and androgyny. Women wear, you often have to peel back the layers they put on to find that softness underneath. Women whose apparel makes their queerness apparent long before I get to the stages of wanting to undress them, whose gender performance requires different costume. Men's pants, button-up shirts, undershirts that fit just so that their bodies lie somewhere between man and woman or perhaps someplace outside of that entirely, but... You. Your figure fits so fantastically between the fabric of that dress. Femininity fitting without force, it just falls right on your body, and I'm falling for you. I'm thrown, like looking at the way your body moves. It's the strangest curveball I've ever been thrown, and I'm swinging even though I couldn't have known, couldn't anticipate the pitch of your head back when you laugh really hard unexpectedly, or the way you catch some of the small things I throw at you without meaning to, and sometimes I'm stopped short. By the way, you'll call me out with a smile. So I'm outfitted in my lady-boy best uniform, sprinting across the outfield body, burning in this heat all the way to the back wall, wanting to catch you there, to press you up against it hard, the way your existence in that dress with those hips you rest your hands on, those contours that call to me feels like staring at the sun hard, So when I look away, it stays, imprinted in my mind, making other images melt into you. And now, I'm staring at your silhouette, because I'm scared to look you in the eyes. I'm scared, you'll see I'm startled by the sight of you. It's just that dress makes you look so exquisitely equipped that sometimes I'm tripped up by the way it does. just fall right on your body, and I'm falling all over myself for you. Your particular brand of excitement is new, but it fits, suits me, like that dress does you. And I find myself completely wrapped up in you.
1: And that was Joy Young, completely wrapped up in you, with her lovely poem called The Dress Poem